Have you been looking to take your life to that next level? To live the life that lights you up inside? Well, this is the place to be. My name's Rachel Chamley. I'm a mindset and manifesting coach, and this is my Manifesting Straight Talk podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. This week, I am going to talk to you about how to create lasting change or how we fail to create lasting change and what actually happens when we try to do it. It's going to be really interesting and I'm going to give you some things to really think about what is going on, what are them underlying things that keep tripping you up from being who you want to be because that's ultimately what we want to do. We want to be the best version of us but sometimes our mind and everything gets in the way of that. So what is it? How does that even happen? And the biggest thing is most of our day, 50% of our day is made up of habits your habits that you're in at the minute are what form your reality. And this comes down to everything. You know, do you get out of bed in the morning and do you make the bed? Do you go downstairs? Do you get yourself a coffee? Do you get up and meditate? Do you get up and go for a walk? Do you get up and go for a run? Whatever habits you're in, you are in these habits and that's what you do regular. Do you slouch at your desk? Do you bite your nails? Do you eat unhealthy food? Again, these are all habits that we get ourselves into. And that's just repeated pattern of behavior, which is we're all doing it all of the time. And these habits all build up to create your reality and what we're actually living in. And even our beliefs, our thoughts and our words, they are all habits. Have you heard yourself say something so quick, it comes right out your mouth with even thinking about it you just get triggered by somebody and the next thing it's like money doesn't grow on trees or something like that that pops out your mouth and it's just like whoa where did that come from it is a habit and everything we do is built up of these habits and how we are within ourselves are these habits and this is what creates our reality So when we want to change things in our life, what do we do? We try and change our habits, whether it's our thinking, whether it's our behavior. We try to change something, don't we? We try and make a change. So if we want to be healthier, if we want to, you know, lose some weight, what do we do? We try and exercise more. We try and eat healthier. And that's what we do. We start to change the thing. We start to change the things that we do. But ultimately, what ends up happening is we change the things we do without changing our identity. So imagine you've built up an identity of who you are in your mind. And especially when it comes to weight or something like that, you're either um, a natural born healthy eater or you're a cereal dieter. You know, which one are you? So when you're thinking about you're trying to diet, are you telling yourself that, you're a cereal dieter, you're trying again, this is what you do, you try your diet, you you let it go, that is you, that's your identity. Or are you saying that you're just a healthy eater and you're just embracing healthy food and that is what you do and that's what comes natural to you? So what type of person are you calling yourself when you're trying to diet? Because 
this is where we don't end up creating the lasting change. We change the thing that we do without changing who we are being whilst we do it. So if you think of two very different scenarios there, if you start to tell yourself that you just eat healthy for fun, it's just part of who you are versus you're a cereal dieter and you are currently on a diet, who's going to have the most success? It's going to be the one who embraces the fact that they are the healthy eater. They are that person who just enjoys this lifestyle. So they are the ones that are going to make the lasting change, not the person who says, I'm a cereal dieter and I am currently on a diet and this is my best diet yet. Yeah, it might be, but that mindset, that identity will bring you back at some point. Jen Sincero says, changing your actions in order to form a new habit without changing who you're being is like running into the wind. You can put your hood up and run as fast as you can for a while, but all of a sudden you will get tired and you will start to go back. So we've got to really step into this identity of who we're being. And to start with that, we've got to get a handle on who our identity is currently and get self-awareness around this because it's critical to understand who we say we are being. Because as human beings, one of our biggest things that we try to do, one of our biggest security blankets and one of our biggest things that we strive to do constantly is to prove ourselves to be right. Human beings need to be right. And we will do this all of the time. How many times have you got together with your friends in a group and said, I told her not to do that thing, but she went and did it. And what did what happened? Yeah, she failed. And I told her, I told her this, but she wouldn't listen. And now she's failed. So not only do you want to be proved to be right, but you you create this environment where people know that you're right. We all do it. We all love to be right. You'll do it with your partner. You'll do it even with your kids without realizing you're doing it because as adults and human beings, we strive to be right. That is part of our nature because ultimately back in the day, being right equaled safety. If you were right, you knew the places to avoid to keep you safe. You knew that what everything, what your surroundings, what was happening, you knew all of that. So if you were right and you were in the right place, you were not getting eaten by that tiger. And this is where it comes from because we have this fear of change and this fear of change comes from the unknown. And they all go back to our olden days of being hunted but we're not getting hunted anymore. So we have this deep ingrained feeling that we have to be right. Plus this ingrained feeling of fear of change because change creates a vast unknown, this unknown territory that we don't know what is going to happen. So if we don't know what's going to happen, we cannot possibly predict the outcome and then be right. So we get ourselves in these pattern where we need to be in these places of safety where one, we know the surroundings, we know what's going on. And that could be your comfort zone. And that could be your identity. 
And even though that could be the most horrible place, like we stay in jobs, we don't want to be in, we stay in relationships, we don't want to be in. And that is because one, we don't like the change, we don't like the unknown, but two, we've created this identity so that we can feel comfortable where we are. So if you think about it and you've got the worst job ever, what identity are you talking about this? And I can relate to this one because I had this for so long through my life. So thinking about my identity that I used to have when I hated my job, I literally would build my identity up about it, that I was the victim. My managers were awful. Everybody hated me. I never got ahead. I never got the jobs that were coming out you know, promotions, I always got overlooked. So there was always someone better than me. I was in this victim mode and I had that identity and I would fight to the death to prove that this identity about me was true. So when I had people, colleagues, co-workers trying to give me advice about how to get out of this awful place, this awful job, I would defend it. I would be like, oh, yes, Susan, it's okay for you and your perfect job telling me how to handle my boss. You don't know what this is like. How can you possibly know? How can you possibly give me advice to tell me how to get out of my situation? Come on, as if. And that was how you would think. You know, you'd be rolling your eyes at these people trying to give you really sound advice. But because my identity was who I am. I was the victim. I was being picked on at work. I was in this awful job that I hated. And that was my identity that I could not do anything. And I was stuck. And that was who I am. And I had to suck that up. So anybody giving me that advice, that good advice, I would defend it. I would go on the defense. I would be like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know how bad it is. You have not had a boss as bad as me. And that's how you get and it's the same with dieting you know someone will tell you um all these good things about dieting and you're like oh yeah I mean it's all right for you you've got the perfect body who you know how you don't know how to lose this much weight you've never had a metabolism like mine you're big not big boned like me all that stuff that you do to prove that your identity is right to keep you in that place, even though it feels awful, it is safe because you know it and it's your identity. So you prove time and time again, it's right. And the thing is, we get what we focus on. So around us all of the time, we have all these possibilities, all these opportunities, all these things happening like them amazing people coming and giving me advice. If I'd have listened to that sooner, there'd have been a lot more opportunities at my door. But instead, I cleaned on to that identity of who I was because I was focusing on my lack. I was focusing on everything that was going wrong. I wasn't open to seeing opportunities because we have matching habits to our identities. So if you think about the habits that you have linked to your identity. So for me, the habits I had is I would turn in late for work because I just didn't care. So I would turn in late, which what would happen? My boss would be really pissed off with me because I would be turning in late all the time. And then I'd be blaming them that they were the horrible boss. And actually I was the one being late all the time. 
or I'd spend half the day chatting and I'd get all my work done, but I'd probably be the loudest one in the office, which again, you know, just annoyed the hell out of my boss. And rather than come in and tell me, they'd just be inadvertently horrible or pass me up for opportunities. They wouldn't come and sit and go, Rachel, what's going on? You know, they'd just not give me the opportunities because they would assume that I was the identity that I was giving myself, that I was the victim, I was the one being hard done to. And who wants to kind of promote them through the business? No one. So it was just feeding. So my habits were feeding my identity. They were really matching it and they were just heightening it. And it was just making everything worse. So once I did actually see the light, I started to work on my mindset. And to do that, I started to act as if. I started to change my identity. I started to transform my identity first, not my habits, my identity. So I started to say things like, I love my job and and the people I work with. Now, it wasn't true. I hated my job and I liked some of the people I worked with. But as I kept saying this over and over again, I started to see all the things I did love. It opened me up because it changed my focus. So I started to change my identity to say, I'm a person who loves my job. I'm a person who loves my job and loves everyone I work with. And I started to bring that into my identity. That became who I was. So I did start to love my job. I start to get new opportunities. I started to see the people in the job that I'd been overlooking or whinging at before. And I got to talk to them properly and see what was going on with them, chat about different stuff that wasn't all, what was me, isn't this place horrible, which they would all feed into too. But now I'd changed my identity. They were feeding a different story. They were feeding a different story on, actually, it's not bad, is it, Rachel? You know, it's a good place to work and we all get on really well. So that started to change around me and everything started to adapt. And it was because I changed my identity. I changed the way I looked at it. I changed the way I focused. And what started to happen is new things started to come into the environment. People who, that horrible boss, retired. Other people who had made my life hell moved on. People who I got on really well with come into different jobs. So I actually ended up working with them. So things changed once I'd changed my identity. I'd started to be happier in work. I'd started to do more productive things. I'd started to take part in lots of different things because my identity had changed and my habits and my thoughts started to match my identity. So that was a big turning point for me, changing from that victim that I was in. I was always in that victim mode to actually I'm in control of this and I love my job and I love the people I work with. And that is the mantra I said, I love my job and I love the people I work with. So imagine about the identities you're saying about yourself. So it could be for me, I'm always late. I am always late. That has always been a thing. And that is an identity I consciously need to change because it it does 
impact things and it impacts my habit. I have an optimistic timekeeping. So I optimistically think I'll maybe take 30 minutes to get ready when realistically I'll take 45, which is fine for me, but it drives the life out of everybody around me. But identity wise, I am always late. I am that person. I am the late person. I am the late person of the group. So that is one of mine that I now need to change. So you need to think about pick one of your identities that you've got and you might have multiple. You could have some really productive ones and you could have some really unproductive ones. So think about what type of identity do you have? What do you say? What words? What do you talk about? So for me there, you know, I'm the late one. That's And do I apologise for it or do I celebrate it? Now, it depends on the circumstance with that one. Some people I just celebrate because I'm just like, yeah, this is me. Take it or leave it. Other times I have to apologise for it. And that is annoying. So it makes me feel bad. And actually, it makes me do it more because I can't get out the habit. And because I'm beating myself up, I tend to do it more, which is really crazy. So when we're negatively giving ourselves that punishment of this is wrong, you shouldn't be doing it. Actually, that reinforces it. So what you've got to do is give yourself a positive reinforcement. So perhaps if I was on time all the time, like celebrate the fact and make that something to switch it to that identity of I am on time and I love it. So that's just one. But it could be for you, the weight thing. It could be, you know, how do you talk about yourself with your dieting, losing weight, that type of thing. So do you call yourself a cereal dieter? Is that you? Are you like, I'm a cereal dieter. I can never stick to a diet. That's your identity then. That is what you're saying. So then how do you talk about yourself? Do you tell everyone, I am just rubbish. I can never stick to a diet. And do you apologize for it? Or do you rebel and go, actually, let's celebrate. I can't stick to a diet. Hey, you know, I did. I used to go... I'm big boned, you know, I'm always going to be big boned. That's just the way I am. I'm not actually big boned. (laughs) So, you know, you've got to look at what words are you using when you talk about this identity and then the thoughts. So what runs through your mind? So think of, for me, when I was in victim mode, walking into work, I would be like, oh my God, another day here. I'd be thinking, oh, this is going to drag in. This is going to be awful. But actually, once I changed it to I love my job and I love the people I worked in, I would walk in. I'd be happy to see everyone. I'd be like, yes, I get to spend loads of time here with all these amazing people. And that was the difference. So, again, if you're the serial dieter, what are your thoughts around it? Are you thinking when you walk into a gym, what is the thoughts running through your head? You're like, oh, look at her in all her lycra. Who does she think she is? Oh, there's such pauses in here. Everybody comes just to flirt. They don't do anything. They're not here to work out. Think about what thoughts are going through your head when you walk into the gym because you've given yourself the identity of you're a serial dieter and it's not really going to work for you. And then your beliefs. So if you're thinking you're a serial dieter, really, how long do you think you're going to be able to stick to the diet. Your belief might be that you're not going to stick to this. Your belief underlying everything could be, this isn't going to work. 
Whereas if you had that healthy mindset identity, you might be thinking your belief could be being healthy is going to make me live longer. And that could be your mantra. That could be your belief going through your mind. So think about where are you coming at with that? And then the feelings, you know, everything, all these thoughts lead. We put that emotional meaning on it. So that becomes our feelings. Are you feeling good about it? I know when I was in the victim mode, I felt crap about everything. So my feelings were just low. And then that would make my whole actions that I did be low as well. So I would I would be angry. I would be pissed off all the time. I would just be miserable at work. I wouldn't entertain the ones, the people who annoyed me. And these were my actions because of my feelings and how crap I was feeling. And the same when I used to call myself like that serial dieter, you know, I would feel so bad about every time I binge out on food that then I would I would just sabotage it and I'd be like, oh, well, I can't do it now. And then my repeated actions would be binging out on food, quitting my diet, binging out on food, quitting my diet. So think about how are yours playing out? So this is where we've got to get really self-aware about one, what identity are we saying? So what is our identity around certain things? And it could be, you know, I am a wealthy person. You could have um, money things going on and you're constantly saying, I have money issues. I am broke. I am this. And if you're broke and you can't make any more money, again, you will fight to defend that identity. You will be like, no, I can't make more money from that. I can't get any more money. I can't get a better job. I can't do this. I can't get another job because I've got kids. I can't all these excuses because we're in that mindset of I'm I can't do this because I've got to be broke that is my identity so you will fight and fight to defend that and when you're fighting to defend that that's where you're focusing that's where your energy is flowing so you're not seeing the opportunities to make loads of money or to get that better job you'll be missing it all because you're in that mindset of I am broke that is my identity So what is yours? Have a real look at what is your identity? What words are you saying around it? So how are you talking about yourself? What are you calling yourself? Do you apologize for it? Do you celebrate it? What's that like? Look at the wording around your identity and look at the thoughts that are running through your mind. Get clear on what these are because these are what we've got to counteract. So where I was going into work thinking this is the worst job ever, I am completely stuck. I changed that to, this is the best job ever. I love everyone I work with. And that's the thought pattern that changed for me. And then the beliefs. So I didn't believe them thoughts at first. So the thoughts changed and the beliefs changed with it because I started to see the opportunity with it. So you've got to look at what beliefs are you saying? What's coming out? What what is coming up for you when you're trying to change things or you're thinking of this identity? What beliefs do you have with it? So if you're thinking you can't make any more money, you're absolutely broke. Your belief is you can't make any more money. So then you're shutting out all the opportunity to be able to make more money. So what beliefs are you saying? And then your feelings around it. So how are you feeling about this identity? And start to think if you're 
negative feelings are kind of promoting you to do more and more bad things, then how do you replace that with really good feelings and flip it so that you're giving yourself the positive so that you can start to move towards more positive identity and really changing that identity? And then the actions that are happening at the end of it. So when you think about it, the actions are the last part of it. The actions are the last thing, but they're always the first thing we go to to change. And this is why we don't get the last in change, because we always go to the actions. When we've skipped the whole identity, so we don't know who we're trying to be with these new actions, we don't know the words we need to be saying, we don't know the thoughts we need to be having, and we don't know the beliefs that we should be inputting into our minds So we've really got to start with what is the identity first? Don't go to changing the actions, change the identity, start with that. So that is where you create that lasting change. So I hope this one's really triggered you to start thinking about what stories you're telling yourself, what identity are you playing out? Are you in the victim mode? Because believe me, I've played that one most of my life. So there's there's hope for you all. You can change it. You really can. Because honestly, I did. I was the middle child. So I had that victim mode going on. I had all the horrible bosses. I was literally bullied loads of times at work. I just never got the opportunities for the promotions or I wouldn't get the interview or I wouldn't get the job. And it was just all this victim mode constantly that ran throughout my life. But then I changed it. I changed my identity. And believe me, once you do that, everything changes. And I'm still doing it now. The late thing is going to change. All sorts of things are going to change. I'm still working on myself. Everybody is still working on themselves. And anyone in big, high-powered, successful entrepreneurs constantly work on themselves. So please start to think about what can you do to change your identity? What can you do to start to change this way of behaving so that you get into these better patterns and way of living? Because believe me, I am proof of the pudding. Things really do turn around and the world is your oyster. We just need to believe it. We need to get them identities changed. So please, please have a look at your own identities, have a look at your own stories around them and give yourself the credit of just doing that stock of self-awareness. Dive in to who you're actually saying you are because there's power in that and you really can change it. So I hope you've enjoyed this one and it's given you loads to think about. Share it in the Facebook group, Manifesting Straight Talk. I would love to hear what your big ahas are and what your identities are that you have been calling yourself and now you are changing. So please come and share them in the Manifesting Straight Talk Facebook group and I will catch you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Catch me next week for more Manifesting Straight Talk with Rachel Chamley. See you then.